This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. That was Ryan Mountcastle with a monster shot off Framber Valdez last night in the Astros A's contest. We will talk about how this impacts AL Cy Young and that race in just a bit. But first, make sure to check out BetMGM's free-to-play swing for the fences offer. To get this in three easy steps, log into the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android. Play the BetMGM MLB free-to-play game from May 27th through September 7th of this year. Be a batter and pick an area of the strike zone. Depending on the area of the strike zone you pick, you get a single, double, triple, or home run, or pop out and receive the prize associated with that type of hit. Playing once a day, prizing must be used on MLB and expires in 24 hours. So, last night, Framber Valdez had his first appearance since his no-hitter. Uh, didn't do a whole lot to help his Cy Young cause. Uh, six earned runs allowed in seven innings pitched. And... To me, Joe, this kind of goes back to something that I think we're all concluding at this point is that on the one hand, the American League Cy Young race, I don't want to say is entirely wrapped up because we have another not quite two months remaining, uh, but there is a clear cut leader there. Whereas in the National League, I found at least two dark horse (laughs) candidates who I really, really like in terms of general thoughts. uh, And we'll start with the AL Cy Young race. Is this how you feel as well, or do you feel like that still someone can come in and supplant Garrett Cole as the leader? I somewhat agree with what you're saying. Yes, the National League is much more wide open, and the odds suggest that, and I agree with that because you have 10 different players that are 10 to 1 or shorter, and if you go beyond that number of 10 to 1, I actually think there are some viable candidates over on the National League side. So, that side is wide, o- wide open between all of the MVP and Cy Young awards. The best one is going to be the NL Cy Young, and the favorite has changed so many times for good reason this season. AL Cy Young, should Garrett Cole be the favorite? 100%. Should it be a minus 250 favorite? That's up for debate. So if we're going to throw out seven, maybe eight pitchers legitimately being in the race on the National League side, that is a much shorter number on the American League side. Maybe it's two, maybe it's three. Cole should be the favorite for a number of reasons. First off, his uh, B-War is 4.8. He has a sub-3 ERA, which still works. It still plays to the voters, whether we want to like, whether we like it or not. Um, his strikeout rate isn't the highest, but that's okay. I mean, Cole is a guy that's been there year after year as a year, sometimes. Uh, sometimes it's second place, other times third, but he's been top five so many times and you're waiting for the breakthrough season for him to stay healthy for the entire year. I mean, that's going to be a big part of it. And it's funny when you look at the top of the odds board, Aaron, it's like, okay, the second favorite Gaussman, I get it. Three, two, O ERA, 
12 Ks per nine. Mm -hmm. Like he checks a lot of boxes. He's got a 4-0 Fangraphs war, which is actually higher than Garrett Cole. But his B war isn't top 10. Valdez, not top 10 among all pitchers. Castillo, not top 10. This is your second, third, and fourth favorite. So maybe you can go somewhere else, but I certainly understand why Cole's a heavy favorite. I'm glad you brought up Gaussman because that's who I was looking at. And I also wanted to ask you guys, what advanced metrics do you look at when you're looking for futures to bet on this award? Because his XFIP is second right behind Strider. So I'm not really sure. I, I'll be honest, this is not my forte on Cy Young. So I'm just curious, at this point, what metrics are you looking at if you are going to place a future? What matters most when you're looking for a winner? Aaron, Aaron, you've come to the right place. You have come to the right <laughs> place when it comes to advanced metrics and uh, projecting such things. So baseballmusings.com does all the work for me, thank goodness. And mm -hmm. it has uh, basically posted uh, a model uh, that Tom Tango uh, put together years ago as far as forecasting uh, Cy Young possibilities and things like that. It's the Enhanced Tom Tango Cy Young Points Model, and it's been pretty good as far as predicting uh, who Cy Young winners are going to be. And uh, some of the key metrics, innings pitched, earned runs allowed, FIP runs allowed, strikeouts, and wins. Joe, you talk about us uh, not liking ERA. We really don't like pitching record, but the model has done fairly well. It includes wins, so I guess we have to look at that as well. So huh. looking at this model, you <laughs> – but, hey, if it's predictive, then who cares? Uh, but if you look at this right. model, uh, Garrett Cole in the American League is, is running away with this. He's got 73.9 uh, points using uh, this model. Uh, Kevin Gossman is uh, roughly four points behind, which is a, a sizable margin, but you could also make the case that at plus 480, uh, Gossman's still very much in the hunt, uh, so maybe that's worth a flyer. But then there's a massive drop-off after that with uh, Nathan Eovaldi and, uh, you know, Framber Valdez, George Kirby, guys like that, that, you know, with Valdez – even before last night not being, you know, a, a sterling performance, that he really, really wasn't in the conversation to begin with. So to me, Garrett Cole could very well be running away with this thing. Um, mm -hmm. And I still like sort of the overall approach to the American League. You really only have like two guys, maybe a dark horse third. We're very much in contention. It's the National League that seems much more wide open, Joe. Mm -hmm. Yes, I uh, agree with all of that. And and my sigh was really just about the voters. And I'm glad that they take this ERA into account and wins because it matters what the voters are doing. It doesn't matter what we think. If that's right. how you should define a quality starting pitcher, it matters what the voters are still doing in 2023. So, yeah, that's really interesting. Like, I'd like to make a case for Gaussman, but there are some yeah. metrics that would suggest that that's not the case. I guess if I'm looking elsewhere – I'm why is any Evaldi higher? It's just it's just strikeout rate, right? As far as odds. Is that mm -hmm. the only thing holding Evaldi back? Because well, Andy's hurt right now. Well, he might yeah, not pitch again it. for the rest of the year. 
Is is that is that what they're that, saying? That would the that would hurt his uh, Cy Young chances uh, being injured. Yes. Is he for I don't the think year? Shane McClanahan has a chance to win the Cy Young either. Eovaldi's right. not well, announced he's... for the year, but it was a similar like elbow issue, and it's very much up in the air. God, just stop betting on Rays, guys. By the way, Jake, yeah. it's just every every everybody. So I was having this conversation actually with friend of the program Isaac Trotter, like. Is there an like? Do we have to start looking at what the Rays are doing with these pitchers? Like this is a trend now. Oh. Like Springs, Rasmussen, McClanahan, Tyler Glass now at points. Like, are the Rays micromanaging these guys too much to the point where they're blowing up their elbows essentially? That's a good point. It is weird know. if you think about it. Or is it, it bad luck? And you've. You've got to think the Rays are going to look back on this season like, oh man, what if? What if we didn't have all these injuries? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I tend to believe in injury luck, except on the outliers. Something can be so extreme to the point where, yes, it may very well be something the Rays are doing. But it's also possible, like, lest we not forget that the Rays have a much lower payroll than everyone else. And perhaps they have to take risks on guys who may very well be injury prone in some way, but they're like, you know what? Maybe they won't be injured and maybe we do need to go for it because they still have great stuff, but we may not have that stuff for the entire season. So perhaps there's a risk tolerance uh, that may be different for the Rays compared with everyone else because that payroll is a good bit smaller. It may not necessarily be anything that they're doing. Hmm. I just... I'd like to find a case for someone else. I just can't. Like, even the Gaussman number, like some of the metrics, I'm like, uh, six and a one, six to one probably isn't enough. I, it's going to be Cole's year. He's going to win it. So I guess back to your point at the start, minus 250, I wonder if there's value there. <laughs> yeah. I will not be betting into the AL Cy Young race. How about you, Aaron? No, I'm not betting it. No. It would be, be Gaussman just maybe – Cole gets injured, but I'm there's so many things to bet on that I would not put my money on that either. <laughs> I'd say I'd say Otani if anyone because he's 35 to one, but he's right. still he's, he's trailing in everything. It, it's it feels like Cole's year. You know, it's one of those things too. Like for Otani to surpass Cole, you probably need to see him pitching seven to eight innings in every single appearance from here on out. And he had a four inning appearance in his last outing. So, you know, I have some doubts there, not to mention, I mean, you're expecting a lot out of him at some point, the wear and tear of 162 game season will sort of prevent him from being his very best. And, and we saw this a couple of years ago, like in his hitting, for instance, where his power numbers started to slip a little bit. He still won, uh, the MVP award running away and he will again this year. Uh, but at the same time, when you're expecting him to do everything uh, at some point, something may slip just a little bit. Look, if he's still pitching six innings in every outing from here on out, that's still phenomenal. But that gap mm -hmm. between he and Cole, uh, it would be just too big at that point. We have to see something, you know, I mean, we're already seeing superhuman things from, from Otani, but it would have to be yet at another level. Uh, that could very well sacrifice his overall hitting or, you know, something else going forward, which I don't think will happen there. National yeah. League? Let's go. Yeah, let's go in. Wide open? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, National League. This will be much more fun. Uh, Joe, where do you want to start here? 
Uh, well, Gallon's a favorite, two to one. Snell, three to one. Uh, Justin Steele, five to one. You get to Strider, Webb, all shorter than ten to one. Burns, ten to one. Wheeler, fifteen to one. Those are the names that are that are in the conversation at the moment. Um, when you bring up strikeouts, I mean, you have to talk about Strider right away. There is an ocean between Strider and everybody else, all of these other starters. So I'm kind of looking at plus 750 coming off a bad appearance the other day, and I'm wondering if that has, uh, has value. If we're looking at F4, the leader is Zach Wheeler, and he is 15 to 1. That's screaming a little bit of value. Uh, second in F4 at, at 4.0 is Gallon. The favorite, Strider, also pops there. So, man, if you look at ERA, Snell's two rather, yeah, Snell's two six one uh, certainly pops of everybody near the top. So does Steele's two six eight, but Steele doesn't have the strikeout rate. Logan Webb, Logan Webb doesn't have the strikeout rate for me, where I I don't think it's going to be enough. Snell does. Snell. And Strider, the strikeouts really pop. And I'd say the same thing with Wheeler. Plus, he's been in this conversation in the past. I cannot bet Snell at 3-1. to one. There's just not enough value. I could see him winning it. Uh, the two names that really jump out to me are Strider. Best number I see is plus 750. And also Wheeler, 15-1. to one. However, Wheeler's ERA is going to hurt him. It's 374 right now. <laughs> yeah. I uh, literally texted Paul the same thing about Strider, thinking, oh, bad performance. Is this the best number we're going to get on him? It's a buy low spot. And now Ed's got me thinking in a different direction with baseball musings. I I'm sure you looked at it, Ed. There's a lot. There's some discrepancy here. If you go by this model versus what the odds are, if you want to explain, I don't want to mm -hmm. steal your thunder there. Again, you've come to the right place here. You've come to the right place. Get me back on cam so I can show them stretching my finger. There we go. Okay. Uh, yes. Going back to baseball musings here uh, in the National League, here's something to, to think about here. If you want an overly simplified approach to this and you don't want, you know, too many variables in your approach, innings pitched is actually really reliable as far as mm -hmm. uh, voting awards and things like that because uh, better chance to acquire more wins above replacement, better highlight reel, more confidence from your manager, et cetera, et cetera. And in the National League, leading the way is Logan Webb with more than 154 innings pitched. Zach Gallen is roughly five innings behind, followed by Sandy Alcantara, but he's not really in the mix here. And though Gallen does have the shortest odds to win the National League, I'm looking at Logan Webb with the second lowest Sierra, a lower whip and XFIP than Gallon, and he's at seven mm -hmm. to one right now. And now we are paying even more attention to the Giants because the Diamondbacks are, are falling apart. They now have the longest losing streak in baseball right now. Uh, the Giants could very well snag a wild card spot, so that means Logan Webb's going to be a uh, part of. Uh, the baseball conversation in general, I think there's great value with Logan Webb. And the other guy, if you do go by uh, the Tom Tango model, is Justin mm -hmm. Steele of the Chicago Cubs. He's at five to one. His numbers are not that much uh, further back than uh, Zach Gallon's. And so my two guys, I think, make the most sense are Steele and Logan Webb. You're not worried about strikeouts with those two? They don't seem to matter very much. I mean, everything okay. else is uh, hunky-dory with them.
So, I mean, it strikeouts, I, I think, matter, but they're not everything. And you have to factor in other yep. things as well. And, you know, that's kind of the deal there. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go off the board and a broadcasting sensation returns to his rightful place right here on the BetQL Network.